Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. From Studio A in Texas, USA, it's the award-winning all-things automotive car talk show, In Wheel Time. Just ahead, a review of our new car of the week, the 2021 Mustang Convertible. This week in auto history, stories making automotive news headlines this week. And maybe a guest or two, just to tease you a little bit. We got that and more just ahead on today's In Wheel Time Car Show for Saturday, December 26, 2020. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong, Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad that you could join us uh, on this Saturday. It is absolutely, stunningly beautiful in Houston, Texas. Yes, it is. Yes, it's it got to be it's... 50, 55. Oh, chilly. Are you chilly? It's a little chilly. Well, you close the no, door. No, I'm fine. I'm, got, I'm, I'm layered up. He's skin and bones. You I'm know, he ain't got up. no meat on him. <laughs> we know. <laughs> uh, at any rate, it's been an interesting morning. Um, I don't know why it's been interesting. Because the audio it's the day, is... It's the day after Christmas and... Uh, why do you house? keep saying the day after Christmas? It's the week before New Year's. I'm so excited about getting the heck <laughs> out of 2020 and, and putting it behind us. How many more shopping days until next Christmas? That's what I want to know. <laughs> 364. You sure? Yeah. It's one day after. It's only 365 in the year. Isn't there a leap year coming up? Yeah, but not in 21. Leap year happens on the even years. Only he would know I that. Know. I tried to throw him a curve. I knew a guy that got married on leap year day intentionally. That way he didn't did he get to... did he get married on leap year day? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did it intentionally. <laughs> the 29th. Perfect. He did it intentionally. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Of course, and when she left a few years later, she took everything. <laughs> Soap out of the dishes, everything. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> when she left, yeah, she took But everything. he didn't have to pay her a whole lot because they weren't <laughs> ma- married for very many years. He saved a lot on anniversary gifts. Well, it depends on what state you were married in, whether you were married or not, I guess. The state of confusion. The state of insanity. <laughs> <laughs> you got married on. <laughs> God. <clears throat> well, anyhow, there's got to be other things to do. We had a very bizarre uh, guest list that we had to change around at the last minute because of technical issues. <clears throat> Why does he look at me when he says I don't that? Know. Well, I, it's not me. I don't control that. That's your thing over there. Yeah, Don, so when you Don ask, controls the audio, so but, when you so ask, you get the blame for it. So My you camera ask, died. So you ask why Mars doesn't participate because he's over there participating in something on the, on the internet, but we're not exactly sure what it is because we don't think it has anything to do with this show. Mike gathers up the Zoom attendees and tries to get their audio corrected, but if they're not paying attention to their chat. In Zoom, he can't talk to them, so they just kind of look at him like uh, puppy dogs. Like they don't know what to do because we can't, and then we don't come to them. Or you, are you sending out the uh, the here, here's what you need to do sheet? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. How's that been working out for us? <laughs> well, today all you, you got to do is listen to the program today. <laughs> yeah, but once we got it worked out, it's it turned worked into out good. a great it, big it, cluster, is what it's turned. Everybody out. Everybody worked out good once, once they, they got were, off the Bluetooth and everything else. Yeah, the Bluetooth don't work too good. Yeah, we don't. We we. If you ever uh, join us on Zoom, please do not use one of those Bluetooth yeah. headsets because it screws it all up. I'm going to add that to the notes. I think we should. Yes, thank you. So we have a choice here. Choices. Uh huh. Choices. Uh, from Haggerty, we can either look at a 14-step winter detailing checklist, which is a lot of work, or we can look at six odd things you should keep in your toolbox. Oh, I like odd things. 
Yeah, I think we, we go for the odd things. <laughs> that figures. Six odd things you should keep in your tool It's got to be more than six. So it's got to be duct tape. It's got to be wait, bailing wait, don't, wire. Don't read ahead. No, we got to guess at what's in it. Duct tape, bailing wire, channel locks, an adjustable wrench. And a live chicken. A screwdriver. Why live? Well, uh, actually, it's a dead the chicken. only one. If you wrap it in foil and put, put it under the hood near the exhaust manifold, you can cook it. You're but assuming that it me. runs. Well, why are we talk, looking at me while everybody else is talking? <laughs> what are you doing over there? I'm uh, He's trying to figure something out. Texting his here. granddaughter. Yeah. He's trying to figure out something else he, out. He's I trying am. to read it and figure out what those So, six odd things you should keep in your toolbox. The number one thing is a broken screwdriver. Broken screw. Mm-hmm. How about a Craftsman torque wrench, according to George? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's so when you get good. done with it, you can hit yourself in the head with it because it's not good for anything else. So why, good, do we, good why good a broken screwdriver? <clears throat> well, even if you have a set of pry bars, they are likely too big for some situation. And at some point in the future, you'll grab for a new flathead screwdriver and break it again. Okay. So might as well, you know, instead of... Use you know, the broken one. Use the, use the broken one. So when you're pounding... But it has to be a broken standard. No, you get, you get a craftsman one because it's got a lifetime warranty. So if you break they're it... They're not going to honor it. Yeah, they, oh, they, I they, forgot. That's yeah. right. They'll, they'll never honor it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can get a snap-on one that's got a lifetime warranty. It's just five times the cost of the craftsman one, <laughs> yeah, but they will honor buy, the warranty. Yeah, Maybe that's part of the craftsman. reason that Sears is out of business because they, uh, they're <laughs> poor tools. And then they wouldn't honor them with their lifetime warranty. An old hotel key. That's what I talked about yeah. scraping the windshield with. Yeah, I meant to wonder, Al, I actually how many hotel those? keys do you have? Oh, i got tons of them through the ideal, years. How often do you go? Ideal is soft jaws. Use them to clamp something in a vice without marring it. Like I have a vice in my car. <laughs> I need soft Probably jaws in your trunk. Or, or as a protective trunk, shield when you need to hammer an object without leaving marks. Uh, safe to scrape just about any gasket surface, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. And you're generally creative. You can use a bit of sandpaper to produce a finer edge and remove junk even more quickly. <laughs> Might I point out it around the, the coonskin cap over Conrad's left shoulder on the toolbox there? Yeah. Yeah. What about it? It's unique. Be something unique to Yeah, have. but uh, oh, why I'd... would you want it in your toolbox except for you <laughs> to keep your head warm because you don't have any hair on it? Squirrel. <laughs> I do have a chill. <laughs> nice beaver. A serrated bread knife. Do we, I don't think we even want to go there with me. A Do serrated we? bread knife. Mm-hmm. Even you if you use it as a screwdriver. If you uh, do even basic upholstery work, you'll likely find yourself cutting some foam. The only way to get decent angles is to cut without compressing the foam while slicing. Electric carving knives rule in this regard, but a standard bread knife works just as well, too. And you don't need to plug it into the wall. Fewer cords less chances you're going to hurt yourself. That's funny. I'd, I'd never really thought of that. But when you watch some of these uh, car building shows on TV. On the upholstery. And the upholstery guy. And, and now I'm thinking about it. They go, I'm sure they have a regular knife that's made for it. But, yeah, they're in there basically with an electric carving knife cutting mm-hmm. the foam for the seats. Suede shoe brush. To go with my blue suede shoes? You know, you keep your old toothbrush in the toolbox for cleaning purposes, but sometimes you need something just a little bit bigger. That's where a suede brush comes in handy. Typically, these are comprised of relatively soft nylon bristles, making them a real help for cleaning the nooks and crannies of automotive interiors, like the creases of seats. They're also good for scrubbing engine parts in a homemade parts cleaner made from a suede shoe brush. Huh. Stainless chafing dish. I hate it when I get chafed. 
Hey, uh, hey, we usually don't... his chafing leaves a stain, so he's looking for a stainless chafe. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Some parts need to soak in cleaner to get truly clean. Other components need to be disassembled in a contained environment to fear, uh, for fear of creating a miniature Superfund site under your garage floor. Stainless chafing dish, like the ones used by catering companies, are perfect for these tasks. Uh, pour in some solvent. You need to have a tabletop parts washer. Hmm. Uh, a, you make a lid or drain. Makes sense. You make a lid or drain it after each use. Uh, this guy uses a few dishes to store parts of motorcycle engines so they marinate in their own leaking fluids instead of leaving puddles around the garage floor. That's Mars you, marinates in his own leaking that's, fluids. That's why you have a that's bathtub. stew. <laughs> he stews in it. That's why you have a bathtub for those. So I, uh, Flavor um, injector syringe. Boy, there's, like a, there's, like a, a, there's a, a couple of jokes baster. we can make about that. Everyone's <laughs> like, got a baster. A baster. Yeah. That's what you call it. Yeah. So yeah. you do <laughs> Cajun garlic injection. Uh, I'm a master at it. Being able to accurately place small amounts of liquid is invaluable. He uses the syringe for measuring motorcycle fork oil amounts and for re- reverse bleeding brakes. Hmm. Rather than trying to push the air bubbles in a brake line all the way down and out through the caliper wheel cylinder, use the the uh, injector to push air-free liquid upwards, thus allowing the air bubbles to flow their natural direction. You can use the syringe to pull fluid from the master cylinder to keep it from overflowing, but just like standard brake bleeding, set the old fluid aside in an appropriate container to be recycled or disposed. Only push fresh fluid into the system, no matter which way you inject it. You think about that when you go get your COVID shot. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to flush Don's brakes with a a COVID injection. My dad always used to keep a bar of soap in the the toolbox to lubricate Lubricate. belts. Yes. My dad did, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, ivory, so- just a yeah, plain, just, cheap yeah. thing, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah especially uh, wooden drawer pulls. Yeah. You mm-hmm. scrape it down Absolutely. the side, man, after you get done with they that. stick. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Greg Gordon said he had a bayonet in his. I'm not sure what you bayonet. would do with a bayonet, <laughs> yeah. but he said he had one in his. So uh, bayonet that, that works. would be an odd thing, I think. I've got some very interesting things in the top of that toolbox right there. Yeah, yeah but, but we can't show them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> the, the inflatable things you have in your toolbox, we don't want everybody to see. Actually, there is a knife in there that's out of a Davy Crockett belt that I had as a child. No it's still that. in there. You have a lot of your stuff from a childhood. Yeah, I do. I do. Trucks, mainly. Well, when you live at home your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> never get out of the basement. Yeah, never get out of the basement. Kind of like here. Uh, I don't ever really leave the house. I just kind of stew here. Just, oh. Well, and then when you do leave the house, you're up there flying around in the helicopter, so you're ab- above the rest of us. So to speak. He stews around the house with his baster. With the baster. And uh, I still have that, too. And it's a glass one. And I used to use it to do just what we talked about there. Did where you kind of base the, the and, cleaning and liquids you, on You told on me it was parts. your mother's. It was your mother's. It was one. my mother's baster for the turkey. And and Don has gotten so good at it, he's become a master. <laughs> <laughs> at it. I'll leave it at that. But the ball, a master baster. I, I laugh yeah, at my own joke. A master baster. <laughs> Send your comments to <laughs> info at wheel. Nah, at don't, don't bother with that one. Attention, Conrad. No, send it to Mars at inwheeltime.com. Yeah, it would uh, be the first time he's had a couple of complaints. But we'll, get, we'll get you on a Zoom call. Yeah. Well, well interesting. I guess the, the, the biggest uh, 
faux pas of my broadcasting career was at the last radio station that we were on that he, the microphone said in the control room it was off. It wasn't off. Now, in the world that I grew up in, when it's off, it's off. Kind of like, you know, when you turn the microphone button off and, and it, it actually is off. It's yeah. off when you turn it off? It wasn't. And oh, no. Some of our between uh, uh, commercial break comments went out on the on the radio. Yes. Yeah. Actually went out on the Internet, not on the radio, oh, but okay. they went out on the Internet. Well, it's safer on the Internet because the FCC. Doesn't. Not really compared to what I said and what was uh, what was sent back. Well, ask Don if he did this, 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 this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. No. And then it was it was like. That's why yeah. we have so much I don't, fun I don't, doing I the show. I don't think you were there the day we were talking to the couple from the from the Mopar people. And uh, they, they got married. They were real big in the Mopar. Anyway, they were talking to us there in the studio. Using four-letter words. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They used four-letter we... words. We said, okay, ma'am, you can't say that on the radio. It wasn't two minutes later. Yeah. Said it again. It's like, no, you really can't say that on the radio. Yeah. And we don't necessarily run with a, uh, a delay. delay. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well. <laughs> or scruples. Well, we're not on the radio, so we don't fall under that category, although I'm sure that Facebook would have an issue with it. Now, we've had a couple of issues with Facebook through the years, but most all of that music. Was about yeah, music. music. And it wasn't one time it was background music. Somebody else was playing, and it was yeah, coming through they're, the, they're, they're notorious the broadcast. The, the bots we, pick we, it up. We were, on, we were on a remote, and some somebody the, the broadcast that was being let out in the outside out there, but somebody else was playing really loud music out there, and apparently... Picked up in one of our mics. Uh-huh, and Facebook uh, said, oh, no, you can't do that, and zipped us off of there. Yeah. <clears throat> And the funny thing about it is it's not somebody sitting there listening to it. It's They've a, got these programs that run on Facebook that listen for that sort of stuff yeah. because of copyright. And, and it's, you know. it's bots, and I understand why they do it. But, but Russian bots. Russian bots. But there's a couple of them, like, like our intro and music. And there's also the B-bots. The B-bots. Yeah, B-bots. Yeah. And then, then uh, audio in the Fiat's, the B-bot system. But anyway, so... We we've told them several times they you know they they keep hitting us and we go all right we have permission we own this blah 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 we paid for this and they and they come back a month or two later and say yeah you're right but then they hit us again but we still took you down yeah 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 for instance our our theme music at the beginning of the show that's one of those that was a paid for um, piece of music. We paid for it through a production company. You own it. So you had the rights to broadcast it. Yes, that's correct. And almost every form that there is known to man. But every once in a while, we still get flagged for it. And you can't run that. And they go to It belongs to DeWolf Music or whoever it is. Yeah. Yeah. They are the ones that created it. But we have the rights to use it. We paid for the rights and paid good money for the rights to use it. So there you go. (laughs) The life and times of running a show on Facebook, yeah, or the radio. We need if we need to do this as television. Well, you know, we are doing get, this. Well, as this television. is a simulcast. If you think about it, we're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and and you can pick us up on our from our website. It's all live, just like live TV. You would think Don could get us on Channel Thirteen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that we want to be on Channel 13. Yeah. I don't know that we want to be on any network channel because they would have cut us off a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I kind of got that. Motor Trend. 
That would be good. They they have some wild shows on there. And they have some really suck shows. Yes, they do. Uh, so where where would we fit in? In between. <laughs> we, we, wouldn't we, wildly be on, we wouldn't be on at 2 <laughs> o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning. We'd be on more along the lines of midnight or 5 a.m. on the fringe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Playboy Channel. No, that you would be on that. We would sit back and watch you on the Playboy I channel. I got my camera fixed. Boy, <laughs> you're an odd duck <laughs> if you'd sit back and watch Jeff. <laughs> I would be? Yes. I'd be more of an odd duck than I am already. That's what you meant to say. Okay. Up uh, next. Up next. Well, I've got a car review I, I can do. That Mustang? Yeah. The uh, Mustang, the, the turbo Mustang too, wasn't it? Well, let me let me just. He's um, reading ahead again. No, uh, what do you mean? I'm he's reading lo- ahead. He's looking for his review there. No, I got the review right oh, okay. here. Okay, it's right there. I was just looking at some other paperwork that I had here. But let's go ahead and do the 2020 Ford Mustang, shall we? Sure. So the Ford Mustang. Do I need to really describe to you what the Ford Mustang looks like? I think everybody knows what the Ford Mustang looks like. But do they realize how orange that Mustang was? It was very orange, but it was very cool, and I really did enjoy uh, driving it. Let me just say that up front. It's like so, a dreamsicle. So here is what the uh, the Ford Mustang comes in, the EcoBoost, the EcoBoost Premium, the GT, the GT Premium, and the Bullet. Nice. Those are the trim levels. I had the EcoBoost Premium Convertible. This is considered by the federal government as a subcompact. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah, that, that's all determined by the interior space of a vehicle. And yeah. I would think in a Mustang convertible, interior space is at a premium. And there is no back seat. This exactly. is basically a 2 plus 2, what we used to call a 2 plus 2. It seats 4. Um, but it's got to be two real friendly people no, in the back with four My granddaughters won't no even legs. get back there. Children in the back seat. Uh, exterior changes from last model year, really none. So let's talk about some of the exterior features. Uh, probably the best-looking Mustang, in my opinion, ever produced. The, the uh, headlight grill looks great. It does. Everything about it looks great. Um, wheel and tire options make or break the look. If you want it, the cheap look, you get the basic wheel and tire package. But with the basic look of the Ford Mustang, you can upgrade that look tremendously by the wheels the that alloys, you choose. alloy spokes. Mm-hmm. Convertible top is absolutely, bar none, the easiest top to take down and put up that I have ever used in my entire life. What? Push, bu- push button? Oh, Just yeah. push a button to unlatch. You don't have to do any mechanical unlatching of it. You do have to un- okay. un- unlatch one thing up there, hit the button, and down she goes. Then it puts a tonneau cover on the back. What is the problem over there? Why are you laughing? He's laughing. Jeff's having a hoot because you're taking your top off. Yeah, because you're going topless. But beside the point. Okay. Um, This thing even has, uh, this one that I had, had a a spoiler on the deck lid, despite the fact that it's a convertible, which is kind of interesting. Now, the trunk opening itself, teeny tiny. Uh, What I liked about it, the quietness of the convertible top when it's up is minimal road noise. I don't that, know how they did that's it. I pretty think pretty hard to do too. And and I think a lot of it has to do with aerodynamics, but whatever the case, it works really well. Um, the interior highlights: uh, great sports car dash layout. Unlike the Camaro, 
As you can see in that picture right there, the AC vents are up where they should be. But the Camaro, you know, is down there by your hand. Yeah, and they're freezing your knees. Mm -hmm. A digital dash with lots of driving modes. Uh, the driving modes consist of normal, sport plus, track, drag strip, and snow and wet. Um, comfort seating in front. Uh, forget the back except for the baby seats. Because, I mean, there's no leg room back there. So did you play around with the, the various driving Unfortunately, modes? it happened. To, I happened to have this vehicle when it was really cold and rainy. Oh, okay. So it was very difficult for me to do. But, yes, I did somewhat. And you noticed a difference in them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 2.3 liter four-cylinder engine. EcoBoost. EcoBoost. That turns out 310 horsepower. But, but... You get the high-performance package that adds another 20 horsepower. 330 out of a 2.3-liter turbo four-cylinder. With 350 pound-feet of torque. That's, that's awfully wild. impressive. Yeah, that it is, is extremely And you think, impressive. oh, but it sounds like a four-cylinder. It does not. I'm telling you. It well, with not. that much torque, it doesn't feel like a four-cylinder either. 10-speed automatic transmission. Now, a manual transmission, believe it or not, is standard on the Mustang, the six-speed manual. I have the 10-speed automatic. And let me tell you something, that 10-speed automatic works great. I don't know why you would want to go with a six-speed manual transmission. 20 miles per gallon city, 28 on the highway for a combined total of 23. And you got? I got 26.8 miles per wow. gallon over 244 miles. That's actually awesome. It is. What I liked about it, it's got the power of a very nice, powerful V6 engine. But with a lot better gas mileage, it's the only way to go. I don't know why you'd, why would you get a V six? Probably anymore? a little bit more fun to drive because when that thing comes up on boost, it's a bit of a hold yeah. on. Well, not only that, but let's figure the actual weight on the front end. You got a lot less weight on the front end now with the four cylinder. We're keeping you so away. You, you need so a nap. I know. So you like that uh, the EcoBoost? I, uh, that four cylinder engine is the bomb, man. I'm telling you. Turbocharged, direct injected, pretty yeah. high tech motor. Uh, what I liked about the Ride and handling, it's kind of stiff, but this is a sports car. You would expect it to be a little bit stiff. Uh, and I liked it because it gave it this sportiness that you wouldn't get. Most of them try to kind of hide the stiffness of the, the, the sportiness of the ride. Mm -hmm. They're not in this one. Don't need to. What could use improvement? Well, uh, nothing. It has plenty of options depending on the model. So I don't think that there's really any room for improvement here. I really like this car. Now, the base trim price on it is $37,185. Not bad for a, a convertible. For what it is, yeah. yeah. And price is tested now. It had lots of options on it. And I told you that it was the, uh, the upgraded four-banger. So it's $43,465. The base model price for a Mustang. Want to guess? Twenty-nine, $26,670. $26,670 for the base price of the so Mustang. So that would be a EcoBoost six-speed. Manual. Manual. Mm -hmm. And you'd still get, And it'd you know, be a fun car. Yeah. It would be. Right. But drop the top and the horsepower. So based on the base model price, 26670 compare it to the Camaro for $25,000. Or the Dodge Challenger for $28,095. I think that uh, this is probably the most bang for the buck. 
And that's why they sell so many of them. I, I would say Probably, so. Yeah. Yeah. Still today. Um, I, I, you know, get to drive a new car every week. I mean, that's pretty cool. But, and when I thought I was going to get the Mustang, I thought, well, you know, I've had the Bullet Mustang and I've had the other Mustangs, but I really hadn't had a convertible and I hadn't had this, this four cylinder with EcoBoost. Don, do you think the stiff ride is because of it being a convertible? Um, could be because they, in a convertible, when they take the roof off of it, but let they me, have to stiffen the chassis. But let me, uh, let, me, let me say this about that. You know, that was the old school. Today, they build convertible cars as a convertible, and right. then they add a roof on it. So oh. they, they don't have to go back and brace up stuff. It's already built okay. solid as a rock. And then if you don't want the convertible top, we'll pull all that out of there and put a uh, hard top on. But I'll tell you, the, the car you had... You should have had that in Austin because, boy, was that Longhorn orange orange. It was yeah, orange. To me, it was more dreamsicle. Yeah, it could be, but, I mean, if you're a, uh, if you're a Texan Longhorn fan, that would be a, a color to pick on your, on your Mustang. Really a nice, comfortable car, you know. And, uh, and it if, looked if, gorgeous. If I ever get rid of the, the Corvette, which is always a possibility. Something long. Info at inwheeltime.com <laughs> no, if you but, want to buy his 2001 I, I've, I've always been attracted to Camaro Mustang size cars. Pony cars. Yeah, it's a yeah. good size car. Well, not only that, but in a pinch, in a pinch, you can put people in the back seat, but it's, it's still sporty enough and, and, you know, it's got that. I like that. You also mentioned the popularity of the, the four cylinder. You probably get a better break with insurance, too. I don't know. Uh, I don't know anymore. Well, four cylinder turbo. 300-plus horsepower. Yeah, I think the uh, insurance companies, they'll look at the VIN and determine what engine's in it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure when it says turbo, it's more. And no doubt when it says Mustang, it's more. I yeah, think you're automatically depending in the sports on your car age category. as far as whether or not it's, you know. Of course, at Don's age, you might get a discount. No, way. he's at the age they start adding on because of age. And taking your driver's license away. No, you got a year or two for that. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know how many tickets I've gotten. Uh, certainly not anywhere close to how many tickets you've got. Oh. I'm kind of thinking that. Well, let me see. Let me compare you to me. <laughs> yeah. Was it the, is it the Niederville police that stopped I have, you? I've only lost my license once in my lifetime. Uh-huh. Well, is that a couple of years ago? <laughs> it's a little longer than that. So how how when you get these tickets, mm-hmm. who do you get them from? Department of Public Safety or Niederville Police? Uh, generally, it's the uh, county. The county. And what county is that? Over oh, it's there? Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, generally. Mm-hmm. Do you know these people now by they first know, name? They know him. <laughs> they cover a big territory, you know. I, you know, it's it's just it's luck of the draw. I try and behave. <laughs> or the unluck of the it's draw. It's like a lottery. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you have an, an attorney over there you, in Jeff t- County? That one of my grandsons asked me the other day. I, I was showing him that Hellcat I was driving. He wanted to see it, and I was showing him, and we were riding around a little bit, and he asked me if I the well, last time I got a ticket. Punch it up. And the last time I got a ticket, I was driving a Ford truck, of all things, down the highway, and it was just stupid on my part. I wasn't paying attention. How fast were you going, Mike? I was doing 55, and the speed limit dropped down to 40, and I didn't slow down. I never saw the sign that said 40, but he was sitting right there, and he pointed it out to That's me. That's why he sits there. He's a courteous man and pointed it out to me. And how much did that cost you? Oh, it's on like 100 bucks or so, you know. It's really? Been a, it's been a few years. Well, it's a bargain over there. And then you take driver's ed. Yeah, yeah, Try yeah. and get out of it. 
No, because he taken it the year before. You can only <laughs> can I do it once a year. Hey, the in wheel time, time car, those things. The in wheel time car show streams on Facebook, YouTube, and inwheeltime.com. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Google Podcast, Pandora, Amazon, and Podcast Addict. The In Wheel Time Car Show will continue right after this quick break. Texas Truck Works is your go-to truck customizer. From mild-to-wild lift kits, custom wheels and steering and handling enhancements to the best personal and commercial wraps, Texas Truck Works delivers. Let Texas Truck Works founder Scott Stevens help you get the most out of your truck or Jeep. Texas Truck Works has decades of customizing experience, including power adders and complete engine swaps. Let the Texas Truck Works team design an upgrade plan that fits your budget. Get truck attitude today at TexasTruckWorks.com. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier cruise-in, and you're invited to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or a spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made-to-order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, January 16th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and Everyone is invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all in one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event. The Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10 and Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in, tailpipes and tacos, Saturday, January 16th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. The In Wheel Time Car Show will be there, too. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the tailpipes and tacos Saturday morning cruise in January 16th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's and Katie, weather permitting. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.